In this time of uncertainty, as the Western Church is forced into home churches, Open Doors is standing with you. We're releasing a mini podcast series to help you and your church follow Jesus and strengthen your faith. We are one body, one church, one family, and we're stronger together. Hello, everybody. It is Mike Gore here in the studio with Joe Scotto. Hey. Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of House Church by Open Doors. Yeah, this is like a little mini podcast series that we are doing as a part of House Church by Open Doors. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, me too. If I look around and I've seen over the last few weeks, man, I did not expect us to be sitting here trying to film or record something like this, Joss. No, I don't think anyone imagined that the 2020 was turning out like this. No. Well, what we've seen is the church is being forced, it's being scattered into homes, and our hope is that this resource, wherever you're listening from, if you're a uh, individual listening at home, if you're a family just trying to gather around on a Sunday to make sure that you keep the church the center point of Sundays, or if you're a small group or anything like that, trying to wrestle with how best to follow Jesus now that we can't meet together corporately, well, I hope is these are a great encouragement to you. I realize this might be the first time you're tuning into the Open Doors podcast. Um, so I thought maybe we should introduce ourselves a little better. Um, we are a charity that help people follow Jesus all over the world, no matter the cost. And usually we do that by going to the most difficult places first. But the beauty of what we do is it's not all just about the persecuted church. It's about you, the Australian, Western, New Zealand yeah. church. Um, wherever you're listening to this podcast from, um, our heart is that we we could help you during these times of uncertainty um, to better follow Jesus, even though society and culture is changing rapidly around you. And in many ways, that's exactly what we're speaking about today, Joss. The idea of uncertainty. Yeah, it's the theme that's like rippling through our society at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I feel it. Do you yeah. feel it? Yeah, and like unnerved and unsettled. Yeah, it's weird. It's a really is a weird feeling in society because mm. it's just like an unseen enemy that we're told, particularly by the media, about but there's this transferred stress and anxiety and pressure. And yeah. in so many ways, COVID-19, it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. But I'll tell you what, it's definitely leaving me and I'm sure others feeling uncertain. Yeah, Mike, I think you're right. And it is a really uncertain time. And so often um, when we feel uncertain and unnerved, we can end up looking downwards yeah. instead of looking up and looking outwards to see what God is doing. And I... I believe that he is doing a new thing here as he promises in his word. God will make something of this. And in many ways, um, it reminds me of the old wineskins and the new wineskins, which is a theme that kind of is talked about throughout the book of Mark and Matthew and Luke. And Jesus is being questioned on why he and his disciples weren't fasting and doing things the way that they were always done. And I thought uh, maybe that we could read that scripture together today. If you wanted to pull out your Bibles um, in Mark 2, verses 18 to 22. It says, Now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting. Some people came and asked Jesus, How is it that John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees are fasting, but yours are not? Jesus answered, How can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? They cannot, so long as they have him with them. But the time will come when the bridegroom will be taken from them, and on that day they will fast. No one sews a patch of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. Otherwise, the new piece will pull away from the old, making the tear worse. And no one pours new wine into old wineskins. Otherwise, the wine will burst the skins, and both the wine and the wineskins will be ruined. No, they pour new wine into new wineskins. And it really seems that as we figure out how to gather as a church amid isolation or running a house church or small groups, um, because we can no longer meet together physically, 
that we need to be okay with finding a new way of doing things. Yeah, Joss, we often say the message of Jesus isn't changing, but the method of delivery is. Yeah, so true for a time like this. I'm reminded of a story of a man from China who was considered to be the greatest revivalist in the history of the church in China. He was largely responsible for the rapid growth of Christianity in that country. His name was Wang Mingdao, and in 1955, he was sentenced to over 20 years in prison. Wow. He was only able to go free if he signed a confession to say he was not a Christian and would stop speaking about God. Wang Mingdao signed the confession. And as he walked away from the prison, he was only a few steps out of the front gate when he stopped abruptly. He realised he'd made a terrible mistake. In fact, he turned around, walked back into the prison, told them to rip up the confession and take him back in. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. That's wild. Wang Mingdao was then sentenced to a further 22 and a half years in jail, many of which were spent in solitary confinement. He said to a good friend of mine, when I was put into jail, I was devastated because I was an evangelist. But what this Christian brother realised was he could actually preach down the pit toilets in the corner of his cell because all of the sewage pipes were linked. So he decided to make this his preaching platform and over seven years he converted 96 people. Wow. Wang Mingdao said, I had no Bible, no pulpit, no audience, no pen and paper. I could do nothing, nothing except get to know God. And for 20 years, that was the greatest relationship I have ever known. What an incredible statement. Yeah, it's beautiful. I had no Bible, no pulpit, no audience, no pen, nor paper. I could do nothing, nothing except get to know God. And for 20 years, that was the greatest relationship I've ever known. He went on to say that when I was in the cell, the only thing I was focused on was getting to know Jesus. It was only me and him in that cell. Wang Mingdao said, you need to build a cell where it's only you and Jesus, they're hauntingly beautiful yeah. words that you need to build yourself a cell. In fact, the context of those words were that he said them to a good friend of mine, a Western Christian, who asked Wang Mingdao about following Jesus and how best to do that. Mm. And he says to my friend, well, you need to build yourself a cell. He says, I was pushed into one, forced to go in there and find and develop my relationship with Jesus. You, on the other hand, you need to build one. With all of the distractions of life, yeah. all of the things that try and pull you away from the gospel, how are you spending time with Jesus? And that's such a crazy shift when we think about um, all the uncertainty of COVID-19 and the ways that it's changing our society because we are um, so conditioned to be distracted. Mm. We've only ever known, honestly, the last 10 years at least, how to be distracted. There's so many things that can get in the way of our relationship with God. And so I find it really challenging to think, man, what does building a cell for myself look like? Um, and and what if I spent my time, all this time we have um, now, mm. building myself a cell and getting to know Jesus personally? I think that's a really interesting thought because when I, when I again put myself in the mix, what do I do or Josh, what do you do when you have idle time? Uh, look at my phone. Exactly. I'm, 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 that's <laughs> yeah, really, and I'm, that's what we all do, right? <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't scripted at all. And it's just amazing how quickly you answered it. Because yeah. the truth is, the moment we find ourselves with time, and as we look forward to society and culture that is based around self-isolation, some of the things that will escalate are loneliness, are mental health issues. Mm. And what do we do? Instead of 
pushing ourselves into God, we try and fulfill our lives and our needs for companionship and interaction through social media and a phone. I've always said, and I'm sure regular listeners to our podcast will have heard me say, which is a greater danger to your faith, ISIS or an iPhone? Yeah. Because when I look historically at the church over even the last 10 years, I've seen one of them in the Middle East driving people into God and I've seen one of them in Western cultures drawing them away from him. And it's a subtlety of distraction that suffocates our faith, whereas the pressure of persecution, the pressure of being forced into a cell, Mm. it brings faith to life. Mm. So for us, the wrestle is how do we build ourselves a cell and in those moments of absolute quietness, not fill it with noisy distraction. I think that's a real key. And so my hope is, as crazy and as intense as that sounds, it's an encouragement to you for everyone listening, whether you're pastoring a church that's had to close its doors or you're home alone in self-isolation, unable to meet in community. Let's pray that our pits, our toilet pits in so many ways, become our pulpits as we come up with new ways to gather as one body in house churches or online services. But you know what? Above all of those things, I pray that as we walk the journey of the next season of the church, inverted commas, in this nation, that it would be a time of intense intimacy, Mm. a deepening of your relationship with God. Because one thing I am absolutely convinced of, Joss, is that God is in control, He's still on His throne, and He wants a walking, talking, hand-holding relationship with us like He's never had before. Yeah, I believe it. And I hope that's an encouragement to you today. Um, Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. That's where we will leave it uh, for today. But don't worry, there is more to come. Uh, Every week we'll be releasing uh, one of these mini podcast episodes as part of our online experience of House Church by Open Doors. So make sure you tune in next week and sign up for House Church by Open Doors. You can do that at opendoors.org.au and there you'll be able to receive weekly resources, podcast episodes, stories and lessons from the person persecuted church, but also lessons for you as um, society shifts on how just best to follow Jesus in times like this. So I hope that you're encouraged by this. We'll see you again next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for listening to an episode of the Open Doors Live podcast mini-series, House Church by Open Doors. We also want to thank Hills Podcasting Studio for letting us record their space today, and we hope you tune in next week.